6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. All right. Now, talking about travel, let's try to figure out what new rules around international flying are going to mean for you and for an industry that's already been decimated by the pandemic. Just as air travel was coming back and more people looking to get away, Omicron shows up, and now countries around the world have implemented new rules to try to slow the spread. Canada has announced plans that require COVID-19 tests for all, but U.S. arrivals on international flights, and they will have to isolate until their results are known. What? Today, the U.S. has announced that starting next week, Canadians and all other foreign visitors who travel to the U.S. by air will need to get a COVID-19 test no later than 24 hours before their departure. For now, the rules are not changing for Canadians driving across the border. It's confusing, it's frustrating, potentially expensive for many. Dr. Frederick Demanche is the director of the Ted Rogers School of Hospitality and Tourism Management at Ryerson University. Frederick, welcome back to the show. You're welcome. Thank you, Jillian. Are, uh, before we get into this, are, do, you, do you drive fast, Frederick? Or do you get speeding tickets? <laughs> I actually was trying to remember when was the last time I got a speeding ticket, and I think that was more than two decades ago. Okay. So, no, I don't drive fast. All right. So, well, you know, things continue to change fast when it comes to air travel, though. We've seen over the past couple of days, 48 hours, the rules around travel uh, changing. Your thoughts on what you've heard and what it's going to mean for this industry that's already been kicked in the gut. There is a lot to be said about all this. You know, it's it's a, exactly what you say. It's a kick in the gut right now. We were just hoping that things were getting better after reopening the borders in, in end of August and September with the U.S. and internationally. And and the, the industry was looking forward to a better holiday season. Mm-hmm. And when I say the industry, I'm talking also about the travelers because everybody was looking forward to, to travel, to go and see family and friends that, you know, in some cases we have not seen for a long, long time. So it's it's really bad timing for, for the industry. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be increase the, increasing the, the, the fear of traveling that some people have. There is no question about this. It's going to prevent some international travelers from coming to Canada because who wants to go to Canada mm-hmm. when they know they're going to be on quarantine for how long? We don't know when the test results are going to be communicated to us. And um, on top of this, and, and that's, you know, really an operational issue, but um, we don't know how the airports are going to be able to handle this, mm-hmm. you know. Um, how long are we going to have to stay in line at the airport uh, to get tested? It's it's a lot of hassle, and, and I think people are going to be fed up with this before they even take the plane. So many questions left unanswered. As you mentioned, the operational side of this, how is it going to be uh, rolled out? What does it look like, the impact on travelers? Do you think that this is a knee-jerk reaction, maybe based more on perception and politics than epidemiology? Well, first of all, I'm I'm not an epidemiologist nor a medical doctor. So what I'm going to tell you is really from an industry perspective. Um, I, I think, you know, everything the government is doing to protect us is good, right? You know, that's, I think it all comes from, from, from that perspective. But, but uh, we know that some of the uh, responses were not really, I don't want to say 
Correct, but even the medical profession was against, for example, um, blocking some flights or, or preventing, you know, some people flying from African countries. You know, they think mm -hmm. it, it's unfair and and um, uh, and not really uh, correct, even from medical perspective. So, um, you know, it's it's difficult. We want to be protected, but then again, we know that uh, most of the spread of the virus happens in the communities. Once the virus is here, and it's already is here. Um, it, it takes place in the community and there is some, some uh, um, communication. What we have to do is to continue to test our communities, to continue to be vaccinated, to continue to do some contact tracing and I think, uh, testing, sorry, and, and I think that's much more important uh, than just uh, putting some roadblocks on, on the borders and, and for the travelers. Frederick Dimash is the director of the Ted Rogers School of Hospitality and Tourism Management at Ryerson University. It's great to talk with you again. You know, I, I, I'm wondering, I think that a lot of travelers were finally at the point, as you mentioned earlier, oh my goodness, okay, you know what, things have eased up, we can do this again, it is maybe not too cumbersome to go through the requirements that had been in place. I'm really fearful that there's going to be a lot of folks, and you know what, I'm probably one of them at this point, that's saying, okay, you know what, I just don't want to deal with all of that right now. I don't want to yeah. deal with the more cost uh, of it. I don't want to deal with the potential of more lineups at the airport or, you know, missing flights. And I think that that is something that has got to be incredibly worrisome for everybody in the industry. It, it really is. And, and we know that some people have already canceled flights or canceled vacation or canceled trips. And I'm not talking about trips for Christmas season. I'm already talking about trips for the winter or even for the spring. This has the kind of, this has the uh, long-term impact that we don't realize right now is that today the, the travel and tourism industry is already selling trips for spring and yeah. summer next year. And when the, the, we are announcing, uh, you know, such measures, it has an impact on the travel agents, on the tour operators, and of course, on the customers. We know that so many of them, um, you know, have struggled to stay alive during the last uh, 20 months. We know that it's been touch and go for a lot of folks. We know it's been tough on the airlines, on airports. How much longer do you believe that the industry can keep going at the way that it is? Well, I don't know what you mean by the industry. If you're talking about the small business owners and operators, it's very difficult. And they rely on, on the, the, the government, you know, and the government continues to provide some support. And that's a good thing about this situation. And mm -hmm. the uh, travel industry continues to lobby the government to extend the period of time during which there will be some financial support because that's the only way they can survive. Otherwise, it's, it's going to be... Um, um, very, very detrimental to, to, to the industry. Some of the bigger companies uh, are surviving. They, they can survive, obviously, but, but by if to survive, they have to cut uh, some employment. They have to cut, you know, some of the businesses. We know some hotels that are working on, on limited number of staff. Um, you know, the, the issue of, of the labor gap is important also for mm -hmm. us. You know, we know that we, we cannot hire people at the moment, and this is a very good reason to explain why we cannot hire people is because with all those uh, up and downs and uncertainty, even workers don't want to commit to a job when they know they could be laid off in six weeks or, or yeah. tomorrow. 
Yeah, Dr. Dimash, it has to be just so incredibly frustrating when it seemed that we were all, you know, it was so close and then this happens again. So we'll be watching this closely over the coming weeks and months. want to thank you for making time for us this afternoon. Really great to talk with you again. You are welcome. Thank you very much for hosting me. Take care. Dr. Frederick Damoff joining us again, the uh, director of the Ted Rogers School of Hospitality and Tourism Management at Ryerson University. I know a lot of you have plans to travel. Uh, a lot of you have been texting me saying, what does this mean? What does it mean for me coming back? Do I have to quarantine? Yes, all of these things are happening and changing. And, and, and you know, we're getting some pretty blanket statements out there right now from the politicians. Not a lot of details. You know, President Biden today announcing the U.S.'s new rules saying next week. We don't have a date on that. When it comes to the new Canadian rules, um, you know, where the, where's the text, testing going to happen? How is it going to happen? Where is it going to unfold? Lots and lots of questions. We will try uh, our very best to make sure that you get the answers right here on 630 Ched.